0: Welcome to the Carpetrage Podcast, episode 161. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by Ryan Sinitsky. Hello there. And Jana.
1: Hello. Hi.
0: Hi, guys. So we are still doing remote. Maybe the next time we record, we'll actually be back in the regular studio, but we will see what Waltz has to say about Minnesota, I suppose. That would be really wonderful. (laughs) Not that the setup is terrible, but... Jan?
1: She's the head of the Department of Health. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. She's my my hero right now. She's keeping everything together.
0: Just minty? Well, no, but yeah, together. That's probably a better way to put it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, anyway, uh, we've got obviously a full docket of topics, but before we start on any of that, I want you guys to uh, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Carbitrage, C-A-R-B-I-T-R-A-G-E, what Patreon is, it's a platform for content consumers like you to directly support content producers like us. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash um, And since actually Ryan brought this to my attention, that we haven't mentioned it for a little while on air. If you become a Patreon patron, you do get a shirt and a koozie at the second tier level and uh, first tier level, you get a koozie as well. So something to think about.
1: Are these podcast koozies? They
0: are the real deal color podcast koozies. Anyone awesome. of our listeners is I, I, welcome I to grab podcast. I was going to say, you should probably
2: request the podcast koozie. Yes, There's if you
0: would like a signed item. limited edition podcast koozie as well, we can handle that.
1: Yes, yeah. we can. Make that They're happen. in
0: high demand, though. <laughs> They're <That's something laughs> <for sure laughs> not going to last long. Oh, but man. wait, there's more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, so what are you guys, what burger, what are you drinking?
0: Uh, currently water, because I forgot to grab a beer when I went downstairs. So when you guys are in the thick of the first topic, I will go get an actual beer.
2: <laughs> actually, I got a beer that I'm shockingly actually a fan of. Um, I have my first summit that I've ever enjoyed.
1: <clears throat> what is I it?
2: I don't like the Dakota Soul uh, lager. It's, this is a Pilsner, but um, it's really good. <laughs> Big fan of it. It's the only Summit that I don't hate. So, yeah, Summit Dakota
0: Soul. Totally I worth it. don't mind their porter at all either, but it has to be the right, I don't know, the right weather out, I guess? Yeah. That's,
2: yeah. With It's, it's a slow-drinking beer, which I like. Yeah, porters are just one of those beers across the board where you 100% need to... It needs. It's a certain time of year. It has yeah, to be. You got to plan for it. <laughs> yeah, you can't just like go drink a porter all willy nilly. No, especially
0: on like an <laughs> eighty-five degree day or something. That would just be like drinking sand.
2: Oh god.
1: <laughs> I'm drinking uh, local coffee from my local coffee shop called Murk Shots. It's off of Old Shakopee in France in Bloomington. Nice. And um, I was gonna get it delivered because Uber Eats has had free delivery for okay. the longest time
2: ever. yeah
1: and then they don't do free delivery anymore so that's that's fine.
2: dumb that's a terrible time not to do free delivery yeah
1: it's their delivery fee is only $1.99 which isn't bad if you're because like they also do they do like cafe food like sandwiches and stuff like that sure. oh that's so good you're getting yeah. food too but just getting a coffee and it being three minutes away was like i'll just drive anyway
2: yeah that's worth the drive i've seen it peter is.
0: actually recommend uh doing postmates like he's he's posted a bunch really? of screenshots from his app or whatever he's just been driving around the model s because obviously his business in drop shipping is a yeah. little bit slow too and he's making pretty good change honestly just doing food deliveries yeah I in his saw that. Time. I,
2: i'm not doing that
1: that's awesome.
2: i've just been i've been picking up writing gigs and i've been so busy like i spent entire evening this week writing about propellers i can now tell you everything about your <laughs> and then i also reviewed like every single spotting lens in the world and uh, oh my god pass <laughs> just yeah it, just it's, pass it, it, it's a lot of writing about weird stuff but i might start doing the postmates thing i think, I think he's yeah, got the I right would, idea the great thing
0: is it doesn't require a vehicle inspection like uber or uh lyft because you're not transporting oh, really? people. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What about um Uber? Not Uber Eats. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Grubhub. Grubhub. DoorD- yeah. Grubhub's Dash. a big one. Doordash. That's Doordash. What I'm yeah, I'm yeah. I think
0: all those are probably fairly similar. They have to be similar to compete. So. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, like, you're not gonna have to. You're not gonna care about the safety of a vehicle for your. Like your sandwich yeah, no. isn't gonna get. No. It, it isn't gonna be any worse for wear <laughs> if it doesn't have a seatbelt to... on. Well, well, that is that's a bold claim, but okay. <laughs> Yes, it is a bold claim. You're right.
1: <laughs> yeah, my coworkers like to get stuff delivered all the time. But th- during this whole pandemic, I haven't been doing food delivery just because, I don't know, it's made me really nervous. Especially after I saw this guy take the takeout from his passenger side and just like hand it off to my coworker, And I was just like, mm, I'd rather my food not be in your passenger seat.
2: Yeah, no thank you. It's all covered yeah. in toots, dried yeah. toots, and I'm coughing. Yeah. Like that's the other issue. I was just like, um,
1: knowing my passenger seat, I don't want food from the passenger. Seat.
2: <laughs> so, you know, the the good thing about people that are doing these delivery things, and actually, the people that are just kind of essential in the world that are buying these deliveries, like healthcare workers. Mm-hmm. Um, they are actually being taken care of by Mazda right now a couple oh, other uh, car manufacturers too yeah a few other yeah um, but yeah Mazda they released that uh, they're doing free oil changes and cleaning services for healthcare workers and that's really cool worth noting yeah,
0: right. you don't have to have a Mazda either
2: oh really so it's just any car at yeah Mazda.
0: it's make agnostic it's for healthcare wow, that's great. workers that yeah. it
2: just goes to prove that while Mazda was previously on their way to eating BMW's lunch <laughs> now they're proving it that they are also a better company than bmw uh i just think it's really cool um that's a really wholesome thing for them like when companies don't have to do these things but they choose to do that because they totally could have gotten away with not doing that i yeah yeah. i agree that's cool to see them doing that especially like you don't even have to have a mazda yeah that that part surprised me i didn't even know that i just i didn't even bother looking that up because i was just didn't expect that to happen (laughs)
1: like yeah, my my coworker's roommate is a nurse, and her new boo thing is a, a doctor or a nurse mm-hmm. too. And like, he works at an um, like a hospital that's connected to an, a nursing home. And surprisingly, they have zero coronavirus cases. But hit her roommate's constantly working with coronavirus cases, and mm-hmm. she is so stressed out all the time. So this would probably help them be a little less stressed, because their that's their life is very stressful.
2: Oh yeah, that'd be at the worst. But yeah, you know, be able to get your free uh, oil changes. I mean, it's, the, the little things like that help. So. Yeah. Yeah, I've for heard sure.
0: even regular people that are in much arguably less stressful positions are still freaking out about being able to get their oil changed. So.
1: Yeah. I speaking of which, I need my oil changed. Done. I'm 500 miles over. Yeah, you should. I mean, <laughs> especially on house. the
0: Sludge Master One MZ. So.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, you got It's jump great. I well, the thing is, it this happened at the beginning of it, and I was like, I'm just gonna wait a little while, just because if I expose myself to anything, I'm exposing all my students to it and their mm-hmm. families. So I'm just like.
2: I you're trying to you're playing a waiting game
1: but now I've got a mask so I feel much more confident actually Even just, though the mask is oh,
2: sorry
1: it's it's just helping me not spread anything not the other way around
2: yeah,
0: yeah everyone should be familiar mind. with the uh, the infographics where uh, yeah the person exhibiting the symptoms or most at risk should be wearing the mask not the boomer. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I actually just had to change the oil on two cars, I guess, this week. Uh, one was the Fiat, because I was driving to the Motorplex, and the little wrench icon finally came on the gauge cluster. I'm like, oh, great. things. I've had it for a year. I knew it was going to request an oil change at some point. And yeah. ba-boom, there it went. However, although I got it down to the Plex, bought an oil filter on the way down, had oil, changed the oil, went into the nav computer to reset it. I didn't realize the service menu was in there. Turns out it just wanted a tire rotation. I thought I should do another 3,500 miles on that oil. I'm just like, no, no, it had what? enough miles. It came out pretty black. So I, <laughs> I ended up changing the oil on that. And then uh, I changed it on Kurt, Corey's E90 as well, because I did the yeah. oil pan gasket on that. But... Uh, I actually kind of want to segue into the Fiat since I'm talking about it anyway. I was working Yeah, we're on recording
2: it. really late because of that <clears throat> car. Yeah, we were
0: recording about six hours late, because I decided it would be a great thing to go to the motorplex at eight this morning, a prompt four hours before we start recording, typically, and yeah. do the lowering springs and the diff on my 124. So I bought an automatic limited slip diff out of a, a Barth that was crashed, and I had iBox Springs. Now on a normal McPherson strut car, granted this isn't that, a set of lowering springs should take maybe an hour and a half with a lift and air tools. So I figured no problem.
2: No, no, that's that's a four-hour job.
0: Well, on a McPherson strut car it isn't. Um, But I mean, but this is a double wishbone, and it's got a five-link rear, so anyway it ended up just being a complete shit show like nothing you had to disassemble in my opinion way more than you uh should have had to um the diff itself I actually took the time to unbolt it and drop it through the carrier however in their infinite wisdom you have to drop the entire rear subframe down one inch to get the diff out even though there's plenty of room to engineer around that so i'm not that's i'm not really a fan of that particular thing. Uh, it's still a great car. I love it. And um, Corey actually bought a 124 as well and he's, he's Yeah, I saw that. really jealous of him. I
2: I I really want one and I just I was like so I I'm, I'm in this uh you know the Wednesday night intermittently uh Sonic Meet that happens called mm-hmm. the Stinky Nugget Meet. Um <laughs> there's a group chat for everybody in that and I posted this uh that that 409 uh 61 Bel Air. Yeah. And uh, the Stinky Nugget chat. I'm like, I can afford this, but I'm trying to buy a house. And I really want to buy this. And it's like, I was set. I, I should have been able to buy a house, like, February. If everything had worked out, it would have been perfectly good. And then coronavirus happened. Yeah. Which is, like, good, because now I'm going to be able to get a house for, like, way cheaper, hopefully. But yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah, knock on wood. I hope that, you know. I think a lot of people I are just holding off on listing their homes. Oh, a lot
1: of the houses that were that we wanted that had sold uh, their financing was uh, didn't go through. So yeah, there's a were... lot of houses going back on the market that had previously been sold.
0: Sure, I could see that too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, like Corey messaged me. He's like, "How bad of an idea is it to get the Fiat?" And I was like, "Let's do some quick calculations." So I was like, "It's not a terrible <laughs> idea." And then he sends me a picture the next day. Oh. And I'm like, oh, "Oh, that was fast.
2: (laughs) That's a good decision that he made. I'm very jealous. It's entirely because of timing. Like, I really wish I was either in a house or not anywhere near. Buying a house, it's just like right now for me, it's just like this sucks because, mm-hmm. like, I could just get like the coolest anything I want, <laughs> like, nothing now, it's dude. When I was looking
0: for a house and I had all that money for the down payment in my account, it was so hard to not buy cars with it. <laughs> I can't, I can't even explain, like, having like, 30 grand in my bank account. I'm
2: like, ooh, ooh, dude, ooh. that's rough. I'm, I'm, I'm having, like, I'm like going into like heart palpitations <laughs> with seven grand. I'm like, <laughs>
1: I know i've got a, i've got a few thousand dollars in savings too and i'm expecting a lot more because they still have to refund me my trip and i'm getting you know scholarship and all this stuff and i'm just like i could buy a car <laughs> sure
2: could <sighs> um oh. so yeah well it, it's, it's not just us because so i, I play uh, on a minecraft uh as well with during coronavirus time with um john the guy who anna's uh younger brother who you bought the three series from oh yeah they like totally they have... flaked out on me by the way
0: oh what?
2: yeah anna just stopped
0: responding to my text messages it was kind of weird
2: about uh, buying the car yeah back they were or... like
0: super excited and they wanted one day to talk about it and then i waited a week and sent them a message just touching base to see if they were still interested
2: and just nothing so i ended up selling it to oh. like compulsive gambler that's fine. I mean, it is what it is. They're, yeah. like, really nice people, so I, they probably just felt really awkward about saying no, you know. Right, because, but that's why yeah, I yeah, phrased it in a way
0: where, like, I don't really mind if you don't want to buy it or can't. I just want to know if I should be selling it to somebody else. Yeah, yeah give them the options. Mm-hmm. Just...
2: But, anyway. so, anyways, I was talking to um, John, because John's looking to get a new car. Um, it, Obviously, a BMW is something to be a little bit more of a maintenance pig than he'd be, you know, into, really. Yeah, judging um, by the state not of that the they car. Are, I would say. But I mean it's it's just one of those things where a BMW is a very good car if you take care of it. Um yeah. He needs something with a very strong transmission,
0: from my uh, my view. Yeah,
2: yeah, and so he's we, we were talking and we're talking about van culture stuff and vans and everything, and eventually it landed on him finding a van. I kept like saying these different vans and stuff and talking about uh, like I'm like, yeah, the, the Sienna is like a great van. And like, they've got all these like great vans and everything. And like the ones they shouldn't have. And I started using chassis codes. And he started getting really confused. Cause I'm like, dude, I don't know what years the RA1 Odyssey was for sale for. And I look it up. I'm like, 1994 to <laughs> 1998. Like, oh, the, God. like I'm like, you just you type in re one Odyssey. That's what you're gonna get. Like, that's the first gen Odyssey. You do like, not I, see many of those anymore. I saw one a couple days no. ago. I'm like, wow. But I mean, like, talk about a great van. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so it's From that, I was thinking when I woke up this morning, I added this topic in, and I'm like, there's a lot of cars out there because it's like the second time. This week i've had that same conversation where everybody's confused about what they're talking about because of chassis codes sure mm-hmm. and there's a lot of cars out there that have that share chassis codes or share names or engine yeah. swaps Share
0: or at least like shorthand in the car community
2: yeah exactly so i'm like yeah what there's so many cars?
1: different variations that's exactly nuts.
2: like and nobody and was can yeah the other one that's and a so, really good
1: comparison
2: yeah <laughs> and so i was uh i was wondering what two cars sharing a chassis code a slang term. Do you guys think have the biggest dichotomy? So, like, um, like my first example was the Toyota E ninety versus the BMW E ninety. Oh
1: yeah, that's a oh huge god,
2: difference. that's a very different car. <laughs> the two completely <laughs> different. Things. The Toyota E ninety was the first generation of the front wheel rival. Um, and the BMW E ninety was like really the last arguably good three series. Mm-hmm. Um both of them this is what i like about this both of them were like uh, the, the last hurrah of their respective chassis whereas like the That's E90 true. the E90 was the last independent rear suspension Corolla up until the current body style wow and the BMW E90 that was um, a, a
0: last of a lot of really good things yeah
2: yeah that that one a lot of good stuff ended with that um, and so uh, that one also kind of led me into some other ones like the um, honda ls swap versus a g you have to talk to the person and ask what car they own before you say the term ls swap so yeah. i say i'm ls swapping my crx i remember that you something... giving me
0: shit for that like 10 years ago <laughs>
2: <laughs> like i'm like i'm ls swapping my crx whereas like somebody says oh yeah i'm ls swapping my you know c3 corvette <laughs> totally different things like, i want to see somebody for.
0: lsv swap a c3 corvette now
2: that yeah. would be very cool <laughs> but like one of those things like an ls swap like ls is a non-vtech b series honda so a crv or an Integra ls trim level b series uh very okay engine it's known as being like the cheapest engine swap upgrade, and it's really good. I mean, three hours of work, and you gain 30 horsepower. It's worth it. Um, whereas, like, an ls into a third-generation Corvette is, like, the best decision you could ever make in your life. Pretty much. Yeah. It's still going to be a garbage uh, what, vehicle, but, man, okay, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, will be. But, uh, Eric, what are I've some other ones that you think of? Because I also I, I have more weird ones are going to rattle off forever. So, I want to, okay, so...
0: In at least our circles, people say Mark IV all the time. Oh my God. You overhear Mark IV in conversations, and you have two options. You've got a 94 Supra, or you've got a 2001 Jetta, and you never know which one it is unless you turn around and get a look at the person. And then if they've got a vape, they're talking about a Jetta. If they're Hmong, they're talking about a Supra.
2: (laughs) That's exactly as I say. You can't even. their hat. (laughs) So <laughs> pretty much,
0: yeah. so that's that's kind of my first inkling. That's the first thing I wrote down. Uh, gets a little more of a digression. The Mercedes 240D, also known yeah. as the 240, the Volvo 240. Ryan added the Volvo because yeah. I didn't think about that, and also <laughs> the 240 SX. All referred to as a 240. One of those things. If yeah. you're walking through like a, a cars and craft, and you say, well, "Yeah, my 240," I'm like, "Oh, cool." what is it let me start with 20 questions before we get into it and then uh it
2: it was like i had a conversation with somebody that had a volvo 240 and i didn't know they had a volvo 240 and we were having a conversation about b-series engines sure and we went on for and this was at um at uh oh shoot what's that yeah intermark we had a good solid conversation where we were talking about how much we love the B series for the exact same reasons <laughs> for like a, a solid five minutes at a minimum. We are like, Oh yeah, dude, it's super reliable. It makes really great horsepower uh, per liter. You can find parts for them everywhere. Still. Somehow. I have no idea. It's a great <laughs> engine. Oh, and you click like, engine swap in like, like three hours. That's the best thing ever. And then eventually it yeah, you know, my Volvo that is just been running forever. I'm like, wait, Volvo. <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah, I've got a B21. Serious. I'm like, Oh, I was talking about a B18 or a B20 for a Honda.
1: <laughs> I remember this comment and just laughing. It's like, I was talking to someone else at the time. And then I was like, look, I'm always like low key listening in on Ryan's conversations. Just sure. because they're to. usually really funny. And I got, also they're loud as all hell. Yeah. and yeah. so like, I was like talking to somebody and then like, I was hearing snippets of this conversation and it really sounded like they were both talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he said Volvo, it was just like, everyone looked cause they were like all like listening in on this conversation. Right. Obviously. And then we we're all like, wow, that was insane that this actually happened.
2: Yeah. We held the conversation. We knew what we were talking about. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't doubt this for a second. I could see this. happening. Yeah. it's uh, so insane. Well, I ended up using it. It was with a uh, Taylor finger.
1: Oh yeah, sure! Next
2: yeah, to yeah. Volvo, yeah next to his
0: Volvo, by the way. Yeah, next to his Volvo. So you should have known. <laughs> well, now I, didn't I can hear the conversation as well as believing it. So
2: great! Yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't know that was his Volvo at that point in time. Sure. And I'm I'm sure, like, you didn't know yet. I didn't think about the fact that the Volvo 240's engine is called a B series, and it's it's just one of those things. that's just like what <laughs> just like totally like space my mind in hindsight it makes sense like who on earth brings a honda to intermark like that's like hondas totally belong there but nobody ever brings their hondas there
0: yeah i'm um, sure in due time it'll happen
2: oh yeah i mean like i, I saw a, a um s30 there also i think there's a bmw
0: s30 mm, there's an s36 and an s38 their engines but no, okay. no S thirty.
2: Yeah, because there's, I think there's, there's some other, like weird Nissan BMW crossover between like either their engines or the. Um... Yeah, oh, that... I'm sure there are. It was it was the S fourteen, and
0: there's like the M thirty, and there's a lot of like engine to chassis crossover, and I've actually got one more of those that actually is a Nissan. And that is the S14, another 240 ref, and the BMW <laughs> S14, which is the 30M3 engine. So both of those things are basically called vehicles at this point. So
2: Yeah, they're, they're two very called mm-hmm. things. And if you're at a vintage uh, import meet, yep. they mean two very different things. Yep. And they're probably going <laughs> to both be talked about for different reasons. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, like, for me, just, like, people strike up conversations with me, and everyone assumes I know what they're talking about, and, like, I'm a smart person, but I'm very bad at correlating things when people are talking to me. Reading and, like, whatnot, I'm really good at uh, just gathering like context clues and figuring what things are talking about but when people are talking to me I have no clue what's going on at like most points in time and I think it's only gotten worse now that I work with children because I'm just like used to having to figure out what they're saying rather than them giving me the information and so when people are like talking about a 240 I'm just like
2: it's just like an alphanumerical soup like and then, like, <laughs> it doesn't help here. that
1: I'm both a little dyslexic and dysgraphic, so, like, you shout out, like, alphabetical and numerical code to me, and I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> I will pretend to know what you're talking about oh, yeah. and figure it out through context clues, but there's a good chance that I'll leave the conversation not knowing what you were talking about, because it's just, like... there's too many numbers and letters like the closest I got was like Subaru codes Mm -hmm. but even then those I'm now confused because I've forgotten them all because I
2: well Subaru well this is what's irritating about Subaru like engine codes so they make sense for the first four alphanumerical bits yeah so you have EJ you know what EJ is Mm -hmm. EJ20 now it's a two-liter. What? Mm-hmm. What's EJ two hundred five versus the EJ two hundred seven? Uh,
0: two hundred seven is the
2: semi-closed block. Two hundred seven, and right? two hundred five. If I remember correctly, the two hundred five is the American WRX. The two hundred seven is the Japanese WRX. Right. I think that had to do no. with the block webbing, didn't it? But I mean, like that's the thing is you have no way of knowing. Whereas with the Honda, when you say a B eighteen, right, you know it's a B series. It's one point eight. And then A and B, once you get to know Honda, A and B means one thing, and then C means VTEC, and then all the VTEC ones are C. What is Z? C. Wait, what what is Z? Is B8 uh, B20 Z.
0: Yeah, I'm just asking what the Z means. Like D, no, DZ. There's... like the Z series. Oh heads. no, there,
2: there is no there is no Z. Uh, C isn't Charlie. So B18, a, uh, b B18. a but in the D
0: series, C. there is a Z series head.
2: Oh, there's a ZC. That's a different thing.
0: There's all like that, a, like that, a D18 Z6 or a Z whatever it was.
2: Oh, a Z6. So, so, so that's a, that's on the D series one. That's I, I understand.
0: I'm one asking one. what yeah. the Z means.
2: The Z would mean the Z's and the Y's. So on the single cams, because they made the single cams a different era before they made the dual verde cams mm-hmm. or after they made the dual verde cams, uh, they decided to differentiate them more by moving the VTEC uh, model um designations further down the alphabet so you can't possibly mix them up okay because it, the b18 a and b that's like okay non-vtech cool and then you have the b18 c which is vtech yep well if you in a fourth generation non-vtech b series you would run into where the vtech nomenclature is so that's why in the single camps because they came out with those four years later they moved those to the opposite end of the alphabet
0: you so, okay?
2: They, they they like at least made an attempt. Yeah. To like make it like. Well, it's nothing like Lincoln. To... Don't get me wrong. Yeah, well, you mean like Lincoln? The... Also. Infinity. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, we're just like <laughs> worthless, and, like, worthless soup. Um, See, I was
1: just thinking. So, like, um, archaeology sites both have numbers and letters in them, and I was like, why don't I, like, why don't those confuse me? And it's because they're always labeled like state. Which is like there's a number given to each state, so like Minnesota's 21, mm-hmm. and then it's county in letters. So like my site's in Murray County, so it's 21MU, and then the site number up to three digits. So like the site I go on most frequently is 21MU003, and that like, makes
0: sense. Yeah, that does make sense.
1: So like maybe what what's the one that like nobody can figure out? Infinity should steal that. And like I think
2: this, Infinity This Infinity is site Q fifty good system. They did, yeah. 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 they had a perfectly good system until they decided not to do that anymore. Yeah. It's so like, like so they like purposely. did and
0: that. And I think that was the extent of their decision too. They're just like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do this now. Like, all right. Like nobody even thought to right, anyway. I, I know it's for global trademarking, but man, I cannot yeah. even fathom almost anything. So, I know like two or so three. So they just other need to know.
1: they just need to find a formula that can cover it Mm -hmm. like oh yeah and stick with it and it's easy to do with numbers
0: and letters too
1: yeah and like some people will try to shorten the site to just three and i always grade it as wrong because that's where you can get confused confused because then you can add numbers behind it so i'm always i always tell students i was like you've got to add those zeros in there otherwise just like now that it's 2020 we can't just put the year as 20 because like that's Gets confusing because we're
2: not used to seeing. Give a hundred year difference of archaeology there, right? Um, yeah. I mean, the records will exist
0: for more than hundred years, so
2: there's like Y two K, dude. That they have that whole issue there. <laughs> yep. Um. So there are some other weirdo ones and these <laughs> ones, whereas like most of these, for the most nice. part, like they make sense. Like you can still hold a conversation. People love the Mark IV Jetta and the Mark IV Supra like a lot like yeah for their two different there's definitely passion on both sides there's passion on both of them however if you say i drive an ls and you drive a lincoln ls not a lexus ls those are two very different things yeah one of those things is beloved by the community the other one is an awful little bastard child that should never exist <laughs> seriously yeah uh,
0: the more i read into those i'm like what this uses a jaguar s type 3.9 liter v8 and it's yeah, based it, on it's, the thunderbird what the hell? It's really bad, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it gets worse and worse than where you read into the Lincoln LS. I used to think they were kind of cool looking, but man,
2: they're garbage cars. And then my, my, my last something? one that I'm coming 40. up with here. um, Also, going on to the 240 with the 240SX. Yo, dog, 240 and 240D. Heard you like 240s. The, the 240Z Because uh. well. yep. they will be talking to somebody That's true. with a Nissan about Nissans. It's two different models, and one of them is... Yep probably somebody you don't want to talk to, and the other one drives a Datsun.
1: You don't know anyway. how many times that happens yep. to me at car shows with guys trying to flirt with me.
2: And <laughs> yeah, I, I drive a 240. It's just like to. it's just some like clapped together 37 shades of purple like 240s <laughs> like, like, SX. Cool. Um, it's just a but also garbage S13. Th- this is one that people don't mention that much, but the FD Civic versus the FD RX-7.
1: Yeah.
2: So, Kimmy's Civic from Drive Cartel, that's mm-hmm. the FD Civic. Okay. Hmm. Whereas, FD RX 7 is the best RX-7. That is unequivocally Whereas, like, true, yes. Yeah, that is unequivocally true, That That is the best RX-7. Whereas, the FD Civic is a very good Civic, but it's still not an EK. So, it's like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> God, if that's not damning with faint praise, I don't know what
2: is. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, well, that, that's the thing. It's like, once objectively great the other one is arguably great so yeah that's sure. yeah. Th- these are names we need better naming systems or what we need is i think this should be our system japan should use exclusively like just use things that are alphanumerical so
0: well good luck Jana. Yeah. yeah, so Japan, <laughs> because they've proven I for know. the most part that they can
2: do alphanumerical better, with the exception of Subaru, because they kind of suck. I think that Germany should do the Mark or the Series, so like the Series 2 or the Mark 4, things like that. They should, That's what Europe should do. And then America should just do letters only. Or name the just name all the cars. Well, I mean, like for like, they're like chassis codes, oh, okay. like just do letters only. Yeah. I think that H B
0: G N, yeah,
2: yeah, that would make sense because mm. when somebody says, "Yeah, I'm doing Especially a if it was LS consistent. swap," like you now know, okay, cool, it's for sure an LS. Mm-hmm. Then if you're doing a B18 swap, you know, okay, it's a Honda. <laughs> or I've got a Mark IV, you know. That it's, it's going to be a Jetta, or right. it's going to be German, yes. Or if I'm doing a Series Two, you know, it's British. Yeah, yeah, British I are think... definitely Series. Oh, I've got a Series that's Two Jaguar. Right. That would, that would work
0: perfectly. I, I think I that'd agree. be a perfect solution. Yeah, I'd be, I, I think that's, that's pretty. That's pretty accurate.
2: We we saved the world, and I think we shall all be happy here. Wow. So there you go. <laughs> Your top tip is that we save the world with chassis guns. <laughs> and I guess
0: I'm unable to use that as a segue, but. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm, I'm just going to push through anyway. So, about 10 years ago, Porsche released in their lifestyle catalog a replacement head unit for old air-cooled and water-cooled like 911s, 924s, things like that. So it's it's a standard one-din head unit slot, but they wanted something and I I totally get this and I look for this all the time. They wanted something that looked factory but yes. performed like a modern radio. So yes. about yeah. ten years ago, Porsche did that. It was a little one U thing with knobs and a little screen on it, and it had nav and it was great. But it was nine hundred dollars. So yeah. it didn't sell all that well. But it's awesome that it existed. And Porsche uh, Porsche's actually got a really extensive and really awesome lifestyle electronics catalog. Like they've got a bunch of housewares and stuff like that that are actually not that expensive. That are pretty nice so porsche design is definitely something worth looking into but anyway the reason why i bring that up is they just updated their retrofit radio so it's almost identical the screen's a little bit better and they added carplay um pretty cool uh however the screen on it is like three inches so i'm not exactly sure i guess it's three and a half inches but like carplay on a screen that's smaller than your phone screen seems a little dumb
1: yeah
2: what was, um, shoot, It was it Alpine or Blaupunkt that came out with that singled in, where they did it, the uh, exact radio that they had put into the 930? That would have been Blaupunkt, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, sorry, it was the E31. Yeah, it was the Porsche and BMW. But yeah, they came out with that one, and they just updated everything. Instead of the cassette deck, when you flip open the cassette deck, mm-hmm. you have all your inputs for, like, your phone. It's got a USB port, CUSB, an AUX. It's all there. It's hidden in the cassette deck. But if you look at it on the outside, it looks perfectly normal. That's just, pretty just cool. Yeah.
0: And that's, that's a, cool. a huge gripe I had. Well, not as much anymore because car stereos are good and feature rich from the factory. But, you know, 10 years ago, everyone was swapping out their car stereos. Yeah. And all of them look like trash. With, oh, my God. There's the exception. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of uh, uh, Blaupunkt Marine radios that actually look really good. And then Volkswagen had a Mark IV Euro and I do mean Mark IV, Euro 1-Din yes. <laughs> head unit that was like, it was it was a, it all blah-punked. Like, it looked monolithic, and it fit all the interiors. It didn't have crazy lights or weird buttons, but it had aux, it had Bluetooth, it had all the features you'd want, and it was reasonably-ish priced. I mean, after you factor in international shipping, it was often and cost prohibitive. But I'd love to know why more manufacturers don't do stuff like this.
2: They, they, they are moving to that now, actually. Because Clarion, um, the last... They do it for, like, their SEMA cars now. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing crazy, over-the-top builds, they're mm-hmm. doing their Clarion build series. And when they do those, they're actually, like, restorations of cars. Um, those series are actually really good. They, yeah, so I'll, I'll show you the Clarion builds. I think they did it 2002. Yeah, they did. They did. And an any yeah, so 30 Yeah, and then they also did uh, their NSX. Hmm. Uh, and I'll show you the interior in their NSX, where it's got a modern radio, and, like, it blends in perfectly. Uh, Like you can barely tell that it's not an original radio. Like it is a a touchscreen radio, Mm -hmm. but it blends into the actual aesthetic of the car so well that you wouldn't really think about it. Sure. Um, they do have stuff like there's a big subwoofer in it and everything, which of course neither here nor there. I had issues with that E30 build. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like if you look at the actual dashboard, it looks solid. Like it's totally like you wouldn't think that this is out of the norm. Um, I just put that in the Carpetrage discord. And if you were a Patreon, you could actually be looking at it right now. Um, I don't see but it. But yeah, it, Eric, uh, it will be up there in a second. It's under, Oh, I put that under gamer BTW All one right. second. That's fine. I'll hop in there. There you go. It's under the normal one. Uh, that's um, Got
1: it. I do have to say like one of my issues with, um, manuel is that somebody took out his original stereo and part of his um his interior was literally a cassette holder oh yep. like it was an optional extra and i was always so upset when i would get in the car and i'd see this beautiful cassette <laughs> 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 holder and then not be able to put it in because there is A radio that poorly fit was just super ugly and not very good Mm -hmm. in its place. And, like, I searched Honda forums forever for just, like, a stock radio. And nobody had them anymore.
2: Yeah, it's tough. We we wanted the exact one. Because with Honda, you can get... Honda is like um, Volkswagen where they have, like, really good factory radios. Mm Mm-hmm. But the ones we can find are Honda 3000s, which are like really good but super expensive. Um, I really wanted a Honda 2000 because that was um, actually sold in America and that was really oh, good. Oh, Johnny
0: one. Tran had one of those in the Fast and the Furious.
2: Did you? Oh. No, the Honda two two thousand. There you go. Same thing with that whole confusion thing. There you Impossible go. S two thousand. Yeah. Only
0: the idiots would call an S two thousand a two thousand,
2: though. I gotta Yeah. Say. No, the uh, Honda. The Honda two thousands. video. Caden had Honda one thousand, but the Honda one thousands weren't as good, uh, just because you couldn't add any other like amplifiers or anything to it. Sure. And so they were kind of finicky, and we could never find the right. Uh, adapter to plug it in. It was just it was such a nightmare. Yeah. And now we're going to be selling that car. It's just like, it, it, at this point, it's just a lost cause.
1: Yeah, so. it's just...
2: Rip. Yep, <laughs> rip. Rip. Uh, yes. Yeah, it was a big oof, uh, but it wasn't the biggest oof. 1.0 large yeah. oofs. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest oof actually came from uh, the auto industry in that month of um, your
0: audio cut out. The month of what? The month of March. Okay.
2: Um, because I did some research this, mo- uh, this morning when working in your car, and uh, they sold nine hundred three thousand vehicles in the U.S. in, in the U- in the U.S. Wow. So, twenty nineteen, they sold one point five five million. Oh,
0: so that's like 600,000 down?
2: Yeah, that's a big (laughs) move. It's over 600,000 down. That's like like almost 30%. Oh, yeah. In fact, the only time it's in recent histories, going back to 2005, as far back as from goodcarbadcar.net, 2009 they sold 800,000 cars during the middle of the recession. That's how bad... (laughs) march was for car sales so hmm. yeah, i mean i believe it yeah i uh that was helping that, that would be the biggest oof.
0: <laughs> corey with the negotiations on on his new 124 and i was kind of stunned at a few new, things
2: new? what's that is this actually, is this actually new new
0: uh it has 1000 miles on it and they don't make it's them bike. anymore, so it was yeah. not listed as new, but, like, let's be honest, it's it a new car. But yeah. I understand you're not going to get new car Just financing it. on it, so it is what it is. Um, but I was I was stunned at how little dealers were willing to try to get better financing, how little they would move on anything related to, like, dock fees. Like It, it was like pulling teeth to get them to take an additional... I think it ended up being like six hundred and fifty dollars off a twenty-five thousand dollar price tag, and granted, Jesus the car's Christ sticker Christ. price was like thirty-three, and it was already listed yeah. at twenty-five, so there was a lot down. But I mean, like, try oh, to yeah, make that's a deal. Yeah,
2: off. Yeah, that, that's that's ten grand off already, almost.
0: It yeah. is, but I mean, you, you look at what else is for sale in the country, and then you look at used versions of that identical car or even just other dealer lot thousand mile cars like it was still you they could do better but just yeah. i and you can tell that the salespeople are not the issue they're just told that they can't do it and it's got to be immensely yeah. frustrating i mean Corey said that the guy actually ended up writing him a personal check for i think part of the difference that i was pushing for and that made me feel bad but
2: Do-do-do-do-do. yeah i i uh yeah that that's that's why i'm not in car sales yeah, is like you're you're not in control of your destiny at all, Oops. and you're you're like they're like you have to sell fourteen cars this month or you're fired, and we are not going to help you in any way. Mm-hmm. and It's like Donald Trump is elected president. Car sales car sales went down. Let me double check here. Also, I'm I actually happen to have this on my list here. Car
0: companies are also making trash compared to what they used to make, which doesn't help. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I, know, I, I uh, yeah, felt so bad, for sure.
2: Here we go. So, yeah, the car, the car sales that month were down, like, 30,000 sales, which is noticeable, which is, like, two sales for me. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, things like that. Like, they, you don't get any help in that industry, and it's, like, you're just going to get steamrolled over, like, if, like, coronavirus happens. They're probably not going to give them any... Uh, They're not going to give you give this car salesperson any help on their uh, monthly goal. Probably, obviously, you're not. You're not going to hit your goal, guaranteed. (laughs)
0: No, no, and I'm sure this person didn't either. I I did end up pushing him into getting financing at the dealer because typically the dealer gets a pretty significant cutback on uh
2: That's a very good decision um, on your part, especially that salesperson writing the check Mm because that check that the salesperson wrote that probably helped him out a little bit it probably didn't
0: and that's what i said i mean like Corey's like yeah the guy said no but he would pay him it personally i'm like well ask them about their financing thing because they get a huge cutback if they yeah. finance your car and i'm glad he did because yes it helped out the deal probably helped out that salesperson specifically and it was a full percent better than the credit union rate that he got which was oh, nuts so win 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 that's yeah he ended up awesome. getting 3.25 that, that was
2: that's pretty good so interest rate. that's yeah. great
0: yeah, that's better than I get. I know that's that's so, about what I got on the Model S, and I'm just like, okay,
2: hmm, that's impressive. That, yeah, that, that that's a really really good rate. This car, van. I think it helps when they you borrow a, a lot deal. less than
0: the book value of your car. I think oh, that's really
2: good what... I today I'm gonna make that payment. Right uh, gross. I've had to. Do... I
0: hate doing those when I'm working from home. I'm like, ah, screw this. <laughs> anyway, neither man. here nor there. Also,
2: RCU really good about their car loans. Give them, giving them a big the
0: RC, shout out. RCU? Who that?
2: Yeah, Royal, Royal Credit Union. Oh, Real good. Hmm. Big fan of them. They're local? Uh, they also, uh, they're they from Wisconsin. Okay, that's um, close enough. But yeah, they do a really, really good job just making it easy to pay from other accounts. Like I, I just paid it between the time I need... Between the time I said, I need to make this car payment, I literally just did my car payment right now from my Wells Fargo bank account. Nice. an RCU uh, thing with the calm. advent of
0: modern electronic payments, it staggers me that everything cannot be confirmed and done instantaneously because it can. Right.
2: <laughs> well, it's like well, the, the dumbest part about that is like when I was working at a Good Car, I was still like working inside of my this before mm-hmm. on furlough for like a month and a half. Um, like every time Keith had to make a car payment he'd have to take an hour out of his life (laughs) and call them up during like business hours while doing like his while doing like accounting stuff Pooping. he was pooping yeah well no he was actually working he was he was doing accounting stuff but i'd have to like answer it was like always a freaking ordeal and he had to do this once a month for the next like (laughs) life it's like dude just just refinance it through Anybody else? Pretty much, you'll be fine. Like, and I'm
0: am w- willing to handle garbage. stuff like that sometimes to an extent if the rate is that much better, which is why I use the credit if union I, I use. But like, they are shit. They have if, such if great if, rates. If,
2: I'm sorry. If, if I'm gonna get like a, zo- I'm willing to deal with some BS. But if I'm like working on like the difference between, you know, like a 3.5 and a 3.2, that math doesn't add up in my head because I look at how much my time is worth. Which I minimum amount of time is twenty bucks an hour mm-hmm. is my what my time is worth if i'm spending more than that till like, I just dealing with this company it's i'm not going to it's just not worth it for me
0: that's fair, I mean yeah, like yeah. like I said there's always that like tipping point in a curve where it's worth it and not worth it, but that's a good way to decide at least where that arbitrary point is anyway so, i want to are, cap this you, off are, with a couple short ones bar- are,
2: are you bargaining on a new car purchase or is that about Corey's car
0: uh that was me helping cory buy because he has no oh, idea what okay. the hell he's We're doing right. and yeah That's i've fair. obviously dealt with a 124 and that
2: dealership before specifically so that certainly helped what, what uh it, tell me off air about the, what dealership that is
0: no Schmelz countryside i have no issue saying it oh okay um anyway i want to talk about I was actually going to cover this a little bit more at length, but I found a better story that I had totally forgotten about. Mini is finally shipping their Mini Cooper E in the States, which is great. It's got an updated version of the i3 powertrain. And we've talked about it before, so I'm not going to cover the car. But their wheels were called Corona spoke wheels, and Mini has now decided to change it to power spoke. So that's that's, that's pretty cool, huh? there's a better photo of the that's corona actually, spoke I, wheels it is
2: a very cool wheel i like that wheel that's a good wheel
0: i am a fan of the odd four spoke that thing that's pretty cool so
2: speaking of corona related things um my friend colin got um kicked out of this facebook group called car museum which is like just boomers talking about their whatever cars okay um posting pictures of cars on the internet Because he posted a picture of a Toyota Corona and one of the moderators thought that um, (laughs) it wasn't a real car.
1: Oh, no.
2: He goes, no, this is a real car. Why'd you turn off commenting? There isn't a real car called a Corona. And then banned him from the group. So then, of course, what happened was everybody else that knows Colin decided to go into that group and spam the group. Mm, Good. Of boomers, mind you, that don't care about Toyotas with pictures of Toyota Coronas. It was beautiful. That is justice. It was <laughs> is really, justice. Really, <laughs> just beautiful, beautiful justice. I, I'm very happy that happened.
0: I, I have a nice, just because rich molasses flavor students. in my mouth from that story. <laughs> Perfect. <clears throat> and anyway, on one last note here, I think this this was actually announced like almost a month ago. So my apologies for not bringing it up. But the next gen Mazda six, we already knew it was getting a really excellent inline six. We talked about. But it's also going rear-wheel drive, drive, which is oh, pretty awesome. So, yeah, forget the BMW. Go get one of these.
2: Yeah, go buy a Mazda 6. That, um, is, that is intense. Yeah, th- that's, a, that's kind of odd that that's, like, news now because it's um it, it's been kind of, like, rumored, like, so much that is it was, like, right before they released the G- your and microphone's cutting
0: out really bad, right?
2: Sorry. It's like right before they released the GTR.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, it had already been in Gran Turismo. So much hype about that. There's no way they weren't going to do that. Right. And that's kind of how the rear-wheel drive Mazda 6 was uh, in the Japanese car market. So I'm very happy it's confirmed just not surprised yeah like I, I i thought it was known at this point
0: point. Uh, In it is i mean especially when they announce that there's an inline six coming to the next gen mazda six like you really can't do one of those transverse well i mean you, volvo did it so i mean you can do it but you we knew yeah. it was going to be longitudinal which means rear-wheel drive
2: yeah and I, i'm really happy that they're doing that now actually i think that they are wheel drive stuff as well just that mm-hmm and I'm really happy about this because I remember back when we were at the Chicago Auto Show with JNC five years ago or something. Um, I was talking to one of the guys from, so he kept hinting at all, all this really cool stuff that they're doing now. Mm -hmm. And oh my goodness, this picture that JNC posted of the rear end of that car. Put put this on the stream. You have to tell me where you're putting stuff. Oh, sorry. Uh, General. Um, This is my new favorite rear end of Um, a modern vehicle. Sorry. Because that looks properly good. Oh, yeah. That's a good... Oh, God. All of those proportions are perfect. I love the cutout for the exhaust and everything. Also, this has
0: billet wheels and carbon ceramic Brembos on it, so... (laughs) I feel like those are going to be exceedingly optional. (laughs) (laughs) The the rental-spec Mazda 6 (laughs) four-cylinder... carbon yeah. ceramics on
2: it <laughs> yeah just your your, norm, your normal mom car now is like three thousand dollar brake jobs it would be the, the fastest actually really if mazda wanted to be bmw as much as they are they would do that and just enjoy his life and nobody ever buy him again this looks
0: like <laughs> do you remember about 12 years ago there was a concept car from lamborghini called the estoke or estikey What's that? It was a four-door sedan, and it looked almost exactly like this, and it looked really good. E-S-T-O-Q-U-E. Oh,
2: there it is. Okay, yeah. Oh, wow, it does look a lot of like mm-hmm. a lot like that.
0: So, anyway, I'm glad they're kind of potentially drawing, knowingly or not, on inspiration from that car. To,
2: to be fair, I mean, it would be the first time Mazda did stuff like that. I mean, Mazda's, they've used Gandini, they've used uh, Michael Adi... Uh, they've done a lot of the Italian designers, so gonna... yeah, I, I would not be surprised if they used the same designer. That
0: I'm pull that's up awesome. a, a Photo
2: that... of the Estoque just for the viewers.
0: <clears throat> so the yeah, the rear be... end is almost identical, yeah. just a little less angular.
2: Yeah, the <clears throat> the rear end on the Stoke so looks like crossing the new six and like a Camaro. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what reminded
0: me Or an Aventador, but yeah, this I think this predated all of those. Like this was post gaardo but.
2: Yeah, that front end uh, from the Stoke um, really kind of came to its own with like the new stuff, like the Uricon and the uh, uh kinda, what is the Sisto Elemento? Or Sisto something? Elemento, yeah, yeah. Uh. It looks like a Sisto Elemento front end.
0: It's true. It does very angular. Yeah, that's kind of a design language that we saw in concepts and in that that one-off essentially, but we really didn't see come into models yet. I almost wonder if we're going to see that inspiration in the next generation of hypercars but either way this is a car that i wish had happened and the anus should have never existed
2: uh, yeah the anus is rubbish and should go away forever that car's awful it was just is objectively awful and what I'm a not great
0: note it. to end 161 on <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right well uh thank you for uh, um for listening to us talk to you about cars during coronavirus when you're Probably working from home. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Same day, same place. Thanks for listening. See guys. you later. Bye bye.